Well, a man, when it comes to rugby league, he's been there, he's done that, is Frank Endicott. Coached the Kiwis and coached the Warriors at the end of the 1997 and the 1998 season. Joins us on the line, Frank Endicott. G'day, mate. G'day, Frank. Well, been a long time, guys. How are you? How we're doing? It has been a long time. You're the nicest guy on the planet, Frank. What's gone no, wrong? Don't with... say that. <laughs> what on earth has gone wrong? I mean, you have you actually have first-hand experience with this, don't you? You've been there with the Warriors, and it didn't end brilliantly. So, what's what's going on? Well, you've got to remember one thing that you know. There's not many coaches around the world that haven't been sacked at some stage in their careers, and in, in, in no matter what the sport. So, mm. it's always going to happen. And uh, I've been watching. I've been watching Nathan Brown's um, body language in the box and the uh, press conferences for the last few weeks, and, and knowing Nathan well, I, I I just knew he was ready to do something like this. He uh, it, he didn't look as though he was enjoying it. The players weren't playing for him, um, and he's made this call, which is is sad in a way. So you reckon he has quit? Because in Australia, the NRL is saying that he was dumped. Uh, well, that's a nice way of saying it. Yeah, he mostly has, um, but uh, that always happens when you don't get results. And, uh, you know, they've lost five straight, and I think they've lost seven of their last eight. So, mm. you know, I mean, he's not the first coach to be sacked in the NRL this year, and he mightn't be the last. So, uh, you know, you, you understand that as a professional coach. It's, I hate to see anyone lose their jobs, but, yeah. you know, it's a, it's the job that you're in and you know it can happen to you at any time. Frank, you said something quite telling a moment ago. You said the players weren't playing for him. How does a coach get the players to play for him or her? Well, the first thing is you've got to, you, you've got to make an environment uh, that they're happy in and they, they actually enjoy what they're doing and they want to play for you. That's the big thing. I've always said in my in my entire career that you don't have to be the greatest coach in the world, but you've got to be a man manager who mm. knows how to handle players and create that environment to bring the best out of them. You're not going to win every game, but you, you know, even if you lose a game but you perform well and you play with courage, people are happy, fans are happy with that. Mm. But when you go out there and you lose, like some of these folks are doing, and just look as though you don't want to be out there, then, um, then that's a real bad scene and something's got to happen. So here comes the question, how much of this is on the coach? Is it the coach or the players? In this case, um, I, I'm not in that camp, so I can't tell you exactly, but I know Nathan Brown and I know he can coach. So, you know, yeah. uh, he'll, he'll, you know he, he'll come out again. He had a bad run at uh, Newcastle and he's had a bad run here, but he'll turn up somewhere and show you how good he is. Um, I hope. Uh, because you know, good good young coaches like him, they they, they don't come around every day of the week. So, um, I, I I think it all boils down to recruitment. Uh, to yeah. be honest, and I've said this for a long time, I think the recruitment has been pretty ordinary over the last few years. So, who and, does the uh, recruitment, Frank? How much how much influence does the owner of the club have when it comes to that? Uh, well, in the case normally none. Um, in England, it's different where the owners have a lot of say. But uh, in the NRL, um, the owners don't have much say at all. They uh, they they've got head coaches and recruitment managers to handle that side of things, and they um, if they don't perform, then they look for someone who can. And how much influence would the owner have of a club to the coaching position then, as distinct from the players? Oh, he might have a say in it for sure. Mm. Uh, the CEO will, will normally make that um, decision, uh, decision. Um, but he he would talk to the owner. He would talk to the uh, head coach and, and members of the staff. 
Um, but it's a, it, you know he he would have some input, Mark Robinson. Don't worry about that. So Stacey Jones is going to be the interim coach. Do you think that'll go all right? Will that end well? Well, I I hope for Stacey's uh, sake it does. Uh, I have a question mark, of course. Um, some people are good assistants. Um, when it comes to the head coach's job, it's a, it's a different um, ball game completely. I mean, there's a, there's a big gap between assistant coach and head coach, believe me. Yeah. Um, now, he, what the good thing is, Stacey's going to get the opportunity for the rest of the year. So he's got half a, half a season to, to bring the team up from where they are um, and get the players playing for him, regardless of whether they win or lose. You know, go out there and have a real dig. Um, and there's an opportunity for him to maybe get the job for the next couple of years. Uh, but I believe that they'll um, they'll look for an overseas coach, um, someone with experience, and there's a few around, uh, and Stacey would have to stay there in some form, uh, that's for sure. And last quick thing, Frank, the Warriors have, you know, they've had a couple of seasons in 2 I was at the final when they played the Roosters offshore, and it was just such a brilliant game. The club was doing super well then, but they have had just many years where it's been dry, and, the, you know, their supporters, it's a very hard team to support. Is there something inherently wrong with the Warriors, the way it's done, that you can see? Yeah, I, 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 I can only speak from back in, in my day in the, in the when we, you know, I thought the club was in real good heart, to be honest. I mm. thought we were going to be a real force. Now, what actually happened was that we were getting, the, and I say we, the Warriors were getting very strong in the competition, competing in first grade. Um, we, were, we were winning in reserve grade and we were winning in the Colts. And we were becoming a powerhouse. All of a sudden over there, the Australians saw this and they changed the competition. They got rid of the uh, reserve grade competition. They got rid of the Colts. So all of a sudden, things changed at the Warriors. And that's mm. when I believe the, the bad results started coming because we had no players coming through putting pressure on those players at mm. the top. That is a really interesting insight. Yeah. Frank, we've thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you for making some time for us. Thanks, Frank. It's absolute pleasure. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. He is a top man. He's a man. great guy. Frank Endicott.